Hey guys, and welcome back to Culture Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Pepe, and this week, we're doing some Naruto content. Woo! How you feeling, Peps? Yeah, um, it's been a while. Well, it, we haven't done any Naruto content <laughs> before. Yeah, we've we've wanted to do it for a long time. Yeah, we just wanted to find an excuse to do something, and this week is kind of, it's kind of like a manga review. Yeah. It's a Naruto manga review, but... Not the way you'd think it would be. <laughs> yes, we're doing one of the spin-offs. Yeah, it's not Naruto, it's not Boruto, it's... It's Naruto, Konoha's story, the Steam Ninja Scrolls. Yeah, this is like, to be fair, when we came up with the idea of this episode, I was like, okay, this is interesting because this is a character I kind of have no knowledge about either, uh, because... It's um bit of backstory. It's uh, Asuma and Kurunai's kid. Yes, Mirai Sarutobi. So it's set in the times of what well, I assume is Boruto, right? Yeah. So the first chapter is like set apparently fifteen years after the fourth Great Ninja War, so like the end of Naruto, mm-hmm. and then it basically like jumps again. So it is sort of in that Boruto time period because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess a little bit of spoilers. Uh, Kakashi has retired and Naruto is the new Hokage. Mm -hmm. So it's somewhere in Boruto. Like this was created to be that sort of bridging point, apparently, between the end of Naruto and Boruto, just to give a bit more like context of how the world has evolved. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't know was that this was originally a light novel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So apparently this was a light novel first. And it was only supposed to be the only light novel. Like, they, this was it. Supposed to be it. Really? Okay, interesting. And then it actually did fairly well. So then they sort of, like, greenlit more yeah. side stories as light novels. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And then, because this was popular, it also got an anime adaptation and the manga adaptation that we're reading or read. Yeah, interesting. Wait, so this is an anime? Yeah, this uh, this got adapted for Boruto, so somewhere in the Boruto lineup. Oh, okay. So this is oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so somewhere in the Boruto anime, like this is also in it. Oh, well, okay, then interesting. So it's probably like filler episode or something like that. Oh, it it definitely. Uh, this is the one thing where I've got from this. So just like a little bit of context of uh, the series before we get into it. It's uh, so as I said before, it's Kurunai and As- uh, Asuma's kid, whose mentor, like, is kind of like the me- her, their mentor is like Shikamaru. Yeah, if I believe right, like, yeah. So like, uh, well, that only makes sense considering you know Shikamaru was part of Asuma's team and like Asuma was such a big influence to him yeah like they have like she has her own squad and stuff like so like she she's part of a squad like in the first chapter like she has her own sensei and stuff but shikamaru is the one that like it kind of like she looks up to which is nice it's good it's good to see that yeah well yeah you know you've got like you know how it is in naruto and it? it's like you've got your team leader yeah and then you've got like your sent your master your sensei you yeah, know your shisho yeah. the one who actually like takes you under their wing and then you end up getting like stupid strong yeah yeah uh, that uh to midai that's uh that's shikamaru and it's nice to see their bond it's quite cool to see that in the first chapter and then basically within that you just see her on a mission she's rescuing cats or a cat <laughs> uh <laughs> and then she runs into an assassin yes uh she tries to take him on doesn't do well however she's saved by shikamaru and later kakashi as well or kakashi is the one that basically captures this assassin 
Yes, the sixth Hokage. Yeah, so that's 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 like basically a rundown of the first chapter, and from there, the whole concept of the manga is Mirai on a mission to like what's the word? It's kind of like so she's supposed to protect Kakashi and Guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, as they're going on this mission, quote unquote, to the land of steam, mm-hmm. but it's really a vacation for Kakashi and Guy. Yeah, and it's also everybody who is around Mirai, is very aware that she feels the pressure of her lineage. Yes. Because she's the granddaughter of the third Hokage. She's the daughter of Asuma, one of the most respected Jonin in Konoha at the time. Mm-hmm. She's also the daughter of Kurunai, which, funny enough, they don't mention as much no. when it comes to she feels pressure. Because like Kurunai was like quite... She's a respected shinobi as well, yeah. Yeah, she's a respected Jonin that's also like quite good at genjutsu, known for genjutsu. So like, I feel like it's strange they don't mention that as much as well. Mm. I feel, yeah, they really do focus on the Sarutobi side of her family. Again, I guess because they're more, they have a lot more respect. So I guess it's it's a Sarutobi line at the end of the day. I guess that's what they're focusing on. Yeah, I mean that's. That's the important part, also because Kurunai's still alive and the other two aren't. Yeah, and she's just basically in the background and is that intimidating mother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's nice. it, I don't know, it would have been nice to see a bit more of Kurunai, but is at the end of the day, it is Mirai's story, so... I mean, at that point, like, in the story, like, you know, Mirai's probably, like, 20. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Kurunai's, like, way past... She's probably retired from being a ninja, you know? She's not a shinobi anymore. Oh, yeah. She's just, like, a civilian now who also happens to know ninjutsu. But it's... uh, I I quite enjoyed it, to be fair. I, it was a it was quite an easy read. I'd say so. And it's, it felt kind of relatable as well. I guess a little bit past that point in my personal life where I'm like, oh, I feel the pressure of everything and everyone that came before me but like it's still sort of relatable because at some point everybody does feel that pressure you know Mm. like i have to perform and there's expectations of me and what i expect of myself Mm -hmm. with this i feel like is a whole as a series or this like short the short series anyway i feel like if you look at naruto as a whole and if you were to watch this this feels like a filler However, I'm not against this because this is a side story at the end of the day and it takes things a lot more slower. It's not It's not like, oh, there's combat every week. Yeah. It's not like there's like do or die. It's just a very chill story, lighthearted. Like, I, I love like seeing Kakashi and Guy a bit more as well. Like just, just being chill as well. This is one thing, just seeing their characters, just having a good time. And I'm not against that at all. I think if you want to get just a bit more, a bit more out of Naruto, but not have it like have like something like get a disaster every week i mean this is what you want this is like a nice a nice manga yeah a nice side story that isn't too in your face i think it's just a nice little tale about ninjas going across it perfectly like serves its purpose in that sense yeah because like we said before like it was greenlit to be sort of like exposition you know like to fill in the gap between naruto and boruto and it's a light novel so like you know it's not like super serious Mm mm-hmm it's just so you get sort of an understanding of how the world has progressed from one point to another. Yeah. And I do actually feel like it does that job pretty well. Like you get to see sort of like the healing process after the fourth great ninja war. You know, everybody's like rebuilding stuff. People are still doing things, but like 
civilians have sort of moved on. But shinobi still have a purpose, which is what they establish. Like, shinobi are definitely still needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is like, it, it shows that like, yeah, there is still a certain hint, like a little hint of seriousness in there, but it's not something that overruns in this manga. It's not something that's like, oh my God, this is. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that, like the stark contrast between like Mirai trying to be the best shinobi and like, finding conflict where there is none and then kakashi and guy are just like goofing off yeah <laughs> they're just like oh man oh we didn't win any prizes if those were real you know kunai we definitely would have got some and, and then there's kunai like these are two shinobis one's a freaking hokage they're <laughs> legendary how did even with toy kunai how did they not win a prize yeah it's it's one of those like they're, they're treating this like kakashi and guy are kind of treating this as a vacation in a way and Mira is there like what am i actually am i actually needed in this at all like am i just like am i just like a babysitter what is the deal here and like so she like like there's like conflict like oh am i actually being sent on a mission or is this literally just like me like assisting these guys well there's also the we did mention like the extra context of naruto called uh like i i'm assuming it's his first five kage summit yeah and mirai is normally his bodyguard or one of his bodyguards mm. but he sent her off on this mission and now she's like on top of feeling inadequate because the seventh Hokage <laughs> just sent her away to babysit yeah they also keep saying like there's an important reason why he sent you mm. he chose you specifically so you know try and learn what you can and she's like still trying to figure it out but she's like thinking too much yeah as a reader it's obvious right she feels all this pressure. She wants to be the best and she's like trying too hard. The whole point of sending her with these two guys who are fucking goofing off even though they're like legendary ninja is because <laughs> lighten up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just do what you're going to do but lighten up about it. You don't have to be on edge the whole time. Yeah. I think maybe this like... It's... I think that's what I like about this series is like this this character clearly has pressure and he clearly is like anxious about a lot of things and there is like I said these two just lax guys they're just they're like yeah cool let's, let's have fun like, and all this sort of stuff honestly if nothing says lax more than the one like page you know where she they get to the hot spring town and she's like what where's kakashi sensei and then he's over standing by a tree oh yeah. and he starts crying and she's like <laughs> what what and guy comes over and he's like He's achieved his dream. He's found the legendary spot for Make Out Paradise. She's like, what the fuck is Make Out Paradise? <laughs> She's like, can I read Make Out Paradise? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You're not old enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I like I love to see the whole Make Out Paradise gag back as well. Like, cause that was like way back in early <laughs> Naruto as well. It makes that little like returns here and there, but it's good to see this back. I, I like that. I like the I like Kakashi when he's like absolutely jokes as well. Like he He's, he's cool he's a really cool ninja he's like my favorite character in naruto but like that kakashi specifically just sends me back to thousand years of death yeah <laughs> uh, with that no bell comment. challenge yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah uh it's also nice to see like other characters come back as well yes like ones that aren't so prominent in like what boruto is at the moment like yeah like you see kiba you see ten ten you you get the occasional like shot of rock lee <laughs> you even saw like little neji at one point which is sad because yeah i guess spoilers even though naruto ended ages ago so if you don't know neji died <laughs> 
I love that he went like, oh, it's really sad. But he did. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is sad because Neji was one of my favorite characters. I thought Neji was awesome, but he died. So, you know, sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, it's, one, it's like looking at some of those characters which really wouldn't have that much of a place in Naruto these days just because they are less relevant. Like Kiba and Tenten, back in the day, yeah, they were kind of relevant in Naruto, but they weren't the, like, the strongest fighters. It's, it's like the equivalent of like sending in someone like Tien or Yamcha, even though like they are still kind of relevant in Dragon Ball. Like, yeah. It's kind of looking more at those characters. And that's, I like that. I like seeing more of those characters that wouldn't get so much screen time these days. Like, I like seeing that kind of thing. Oh, what's this? What's the bug guy? I want to see him. Oh, uh, Shino. That's it. Shino, yeah. Shino was so sick back in the day of early Naruto. They just like, they sidelined him so badly in Boruto. Cause he's like the equivalent of um, Ikura. Iruka Sensei, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Iruka Sensei, I mean, cause he is, cause he takes over at the academy, he, like becomes a teacher. At the Genin, yeah. So he's he's like, he's kind of like, he's not even teaching, it's like the, not even the Genin, right? Is it like pre-Genin? Yeah. Yeah, it's the kids who are gonna take the test to become Genin, to become Shinobi. He's, yeah, he teaches at the academy. <laughs> and it's like I feel like he, he was so sick back in there now he's just there like uh, no one gives, really gives a shit about Shido because I remember like don't they in Boruto they have like the trading cards right yep and isn't it like oh cool I really want to get them like the Naruto trading cards they're super rare but then it's like oh there's a whole bunch of Shino sensei <laughs> I don't want them and it's just like bro they, they did him so dirty the man, <laughs> man is a common ninja Shido deserves better than that. Like he's he's not. I mean, there are there are a lot of those characters that got done dirty. Because yeah. like you know when you think about like Eno became really important because yeah. of the Yamanaka family like mind thing, and then even Choji became way important. Yeah, like he's like one of their main fighters. Shikabaru becomes Naruto's advisor. Yeah, like Sasuke gets to be off and be like the secret fucking spy that goes off and does the dirty things that other people don't do like everyone's relevant and then fucking shino's there like i teach the kids and it's like fucking well at least shino <laughs> teaches the kids what sakura and hinata are like oh yeah we're housewives now yeah that's true and then what ten ten's like i own a weapon shop yeah that's true What's Keeper doing? Besides this, I literally hadn't heard anything. Yeah, it's so true. You don't really get... Who Also, like, who is that other character that's with Keeper? Like, is it... Tamaki, she's... Was she actually in the series beforehand, or was she introduced just, like, r randomly now? I think she's introduced somewhere else. Yeah. She's, like, a made-up character, in the same way, like, Mirai is. Like, they're, like, yeah. new characters that existed, quote-unquote, in the world, but not until this context. Because this is the first time I've seen, seen this character. I'm like, I'm not against it. I'm like, oh, that's quite cool. And apparently she's a cat ninja as well. Yeah. Right, which I, I want to see more of that. I want to see, like, freaking ninja cats. Like, I want to see more of that shit. But, like... Well, like, would, wouldn't you think it'd be interesting to see, like, a whole, like, her and Kiba fighting together? Like, yeah. A dog ninja and, like, cat ninja, like, that's kind of like a shame that we only saw him for a brief amount of time in uh, like chapters like seven and eight, I think it is, or six. Yeah, and she didn't do anything. No, she didn't fight. Like, Kiba didn't even fight, really. He was just there as respected as like the closest dog ninja to the, like... <laughs> well, yeah, he was like the legendary dog ninja who also, like, given the a tiny bit of fame, immediately turned around and just like <laughs> disappointed his, his girlfriend. Head, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Like they're fighting because they get to the hot spring town and it's like, oh, did you notice? And it's like, oh, it's the festival of the cat and dog or the festival of the dog and cat. Yeah. One day a year, this whole town fucking splits in half and <laughs> fights over which legend is real, the cat god or the dog god. Yeah. And then that's why Kiba and Tamaki are there. But then like Kiba gets like hoisted on this float and he's like, yeah, fuck cats. Cat <laughs> lovers can lick their buttholes. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, nice one, Kiba. Yeah, say that right in front of your girlfriend who's a cat lover, you yeah, dumbass. Is... Of course she's gonna walk away, you stupid fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't like to see more of those two. Like a bit more like I want to see a bit more in action as well, but bear in mind this is a manga right now, which is very much it's a chill manga. Like there's there's hints of like there'll be conflict along the way, but right now in the eight chapters we've read, uh, there isn't much of that, or there's very little of it, which I'm not against. I'm not against it at all. It seems like it's gonna ramp up as well though. Yeah, because you know like they're also like oh the the man who killed my father like mirai who he's he came from the land of steam like maybe i wonder if the cult he was from still exists mm. and that was uh they they show a panel of a face and the cult so yeah like a, sil a silhouette basically yeah so it, like they there's hints of that conflict coming back which is gonna be cool it's gonna be like like the equivalent of like the final boss of the manga Pretty much. And there's like a lot of little details too. Like Shikamaru gives Mirai Asuma's like chakra knives. Mm -hmm. You know, the the really cool like... Knuckle dustery kind of thing. Yeah. Knuckle duster knives. But she can't use them yet. Because she's like, oh, I'm not good at controlling my chakra. Mm. And I guess that's a mis misprint. Because I guess she meant like the element of chakra. Not the chakra itself. Yeah, because... Fucking hell! If you're, if you're like, Chunin yeah, could you imagine? You're struggling. <laughs> I'm a tuning who's good enough to guard the most important people in the village, but I can't control my chakra. <laughs> it's like fucking hell! It's a low standard, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's like wow, this peaceful times, Naruto. You kind of, you really like barrier to entry. You lowered that real far, didn't you, bro? Yeah. But um, all in all, though, I like I like this manga. I think it's like it, it's a different side to Naruto, and I ain't mad. I, I ain't mad about it. I'm not. No, I, okay, it makes me. I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like I'm sounding <laughs> like I don't like this manga, but I actually really do. It's like um, I feel like it. It's like if you're used to the high action Naruto Boruto stuff, then like oh no, it's it's a bit different, and you may like it, you might not it's like if you don't like filler episodes then this may not be your style but it is its own standalone side thing so who knows either way you gotta read it to judge yourself definitely like i feel i agree i i really enjoyed this mm -hmm. again it was a very easy read before i knew it, i'd like read all the chapters and i was like oh where's the next one <laughs> when's the next one coming yeah so like i highly recommend it if you want some more I guess like world building for the literally that's that's probably, that's the best way to put it. It's world building with a nice story. Yeah, like it's it's not like the most important story, mm. and it's not the most like on paper interesting story. You know, if you lay out all the beats, but like it's showing you stuff and bringing back characters, and they're doing things you wouldn't normally see in the Naruto universe. Like Tenten's pulling pranks on on guy <laughs> she's dressing up as a ghost and stuff you know like you're seeing you're seeing kakashi and guy goof off they're not like fighting and being serious like you saw him before yeah it's really nice to see that comedy side of them i enjoyed that yeah like you get to see all this other stuff 
And it's like, it's just interesting and it's nice because you get more context on what these characters are actually like. Mm. Before they were just sort of ninjas that fought and were names and you remembered their gimmick. But now it's like they're a lot more fleshed out. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you have to say, Nathan? Um, no, not that I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I think both of us are high, would highly recommend this manga for any Naruto fan. Yeah. And yeah, let us know your thoughts as well. We'd love to hear what you think of the manga, like any of the other side stories as well. Love to hear more about that. But yeah, if that's the end of the episode, then thank you for listening, guys. And I guess we'll see you next time for another Cultured Boys episode. Bye-bye. Bye.